my preschooler is obsessed with Encanto right now. And because I spend a lot of time listening to the soundtrack, I started paying attention to the lyrics. And it got me thinking about the pressures that we put on ourselves to be perfect, to do it all, and to feel like we're enough. On this episode, I'll explain why this happens in the first place and how to start retraining your brain to get out of the shoulds so you can take back control of your time and energy. Okay, let's dive in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and neuroscience nerd, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for ambitious overachievers and recovering perfectionists who feel stretched thin and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a recovering perfectionist with big career goals, I know how frustrating it can feel to never have enough time in your day or to endlessly procrastinate because you lack the confidence to take action. I spent years understanding how our brains work and the mental habits that get in our way. Each week, I'll share actionable strategies and guest interviews to help you get relief from your to-do list, build your confidence, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Do you know all the words to Encanto yet? Pretty sure I do. Allison is obsessed and we've been playing the songs on repeat a lot. It's definitely given me a new appreciation for my parents because I'm pretty sure it was Beauty and the Beast back in the day that I used to watch on repeat over and over and over again on one of those old VHS tapes. So I'm sure my parents had to listen to that a lot as well. I'm pretty sure I still know all the words to Beauty and the Beast as well, and I'm sure my parents do. Why am I talking about a Disney cartoon, you might be wondering? Because while I've been listening to the songs in Encanto, it started me thinking about some of the pressures that we put on ourselves and how this leads to overloaded to-do lists and procrastination. Let me explain. If you haven't seen the movie yet, that's okay. Here's the quick synopsis. So the story is about a family that are given magical gifts. And these gifts are intended to help their family and to help their community thrive. Everyone in the family is given a gift except for one character, one sister, Mirabelle. But the magic is fading when the movie starts and Mirabelle is starting to notice this. And the family has to learn, the moral of the story really, is that they learn that the pressures they're putting on each other to be perfect and the crazy high expectations they're setting for themselves are leading to burnout and overwhelm and they're losing their magic. There are three sisters I want to talk about briefly in this movie. The first is Louisa. So Louisa's gift is she's been given like super strength. So there's this song where she's holding like 10 donkeys, for example. And she is struggling with all the pressure that she puts on herself. There's even a song about it, where she talks about the pressure to be able to do it all, to carry all of that load, both physically and emotionally for her family. And she worries that if she rests or takes a break or lets something down, everything's going to crack and fall apart. The second sister is Isabella. So her magical gift is that she can make flowers grow. So she always walks so gracefully and she looks so fantastic. And as she walks, flowers flow behind her. But then when we dig further into her character, she shares how she's in this constant pressure to be perfect. And she feels like she can't have any flaws or really do anything that she dreams about because she has to be perfect for her family and for her community. 
And the third sister that I mentioned already is Mirabelle. She's the one that's not given a power. And what she struggles with the whole story is feeling like she's never enough because she wasn't given a gift. She feels like she always has to work harder and do more to impress her family. Can you relate? I know listening to this story, I can relate to a lot of these characters and the pressures that they put on themselves. That pressure to be perfect, that pressure to feel like you're always doing the right thing or making the right choice, or that if you aren't doing everything, if you aren't juggling a million things at once and busy all the time, you're going to let someone down or you're not going to be good enough. Totally, right? We can all relate to these struggles. I think it's part of the reason that the movie is so successful other than the amazing lyrics and songs, of course, which are fantastic too. These beliefs in the movie, just like the beliefs that we learn in our own life, are things that we have learned over time, through experiences with our family, experiences in school, experiences in work as we get older. The characters in this movie do amazing things, but they also burn out, and it results in their whole house literally crumbling around them and they have to rebuild it and rebuild some of that trust and belief in themselves to get that magic back. And we've probably all felt like that before too, right? Mistakes are scary. We all can get into that pattern of putting a ton of pressure on ourselves to never mess up, to never make a mistake or worrying about making a mistake or making the wrong choice or not doing enough. And so we put all this pressure on ourselves to take on the world, to do everything And it feels like we're never enough. So we end up doing more and more and more. Look at that to-do list. How many things are on there today? Probably like a million, right? And a lot of the things that we put on our to-do list are items that we feel pressured to do, whether that's pressure coming from ourselves more often than not, or pressure around us. Things that we feel like we should do, right? I should make sure that I am making these fantastic dinners for my family and my house looks like it could be on Home and Garden magazine because it's so organized and I work so hard and I do all these amazing projects at work and for my kids' school and we put all this pressure on ourselves and it really builds. And just like in a Disney movie, unfortunately, that pressure can really get to the point where it overwhelms us and it becomes really hard on our brains and our bodies. Maybe we don't lose some magical power and our houses crumble around us, but it's a really great metaphor for that burnout, right? Where we do start to lose our strength, where our bodies become so fatigued and so tired because we're constantly overwhelmed and stressed about messing up or being perfect, where we start to struggle with making mistakes because we know that when we're burnt out, when our brains are exhausted, when we're juggling a million things at once, we're much more likely to make mistakes which then makes us more worried about making mistakes. And that perfectionism cycle continues where we feel tired, overwhelmed, and like there's just never enough time in the day. So what do we do about this? Solution, take a hard look at some of those patterns, those beliefs, those thoughts that we can get into. Like I said, a lot of them are thoughts and beliefs that we learn from when we're younger and we continue to practice throughout our lives. In the story, in Canto, it wraps up by everyone realizing they didn't need to put so much pressure on themselves and that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to make mistakes sometimes, that they are all worthy without having to do something to prove that worthiness. And the more that we take a look at our own beliefs and our own expectations for ourselves, the more we'll start to recognize some of these thinking patterns that might be really getting in our way. Also, this can help you recognize, you know, what's true and what's not, 
and where those beliefs really came from in the first place. If one of the struggles that you're dealing with right now is procrastination and some of those beliefs, those doubts, that perfectionism, that people pleasing that can really hold you back from success, check out my newest free workbook, Your Insider's Guide to Stop Procrastinating. In this workbook, I'll walk you through five questions to ask yourself to get to the root of that procrastination problem, to figure out what thoughts and beliefs are really driving that procrastination, what's making you hold yourself back, whether it's worrying about finding the perfect time to start, worrying about messing up, worrying about not being good enough or having enough of whatever it is to do that thing. These questions will help you find those beliefs, what's really holding you back at the core. Then I share four quick strategies you can start using today to overcome that hesitancy, that resistance, that procrastination, and start taking consistent action towards your goals. If you want to get your copy, head on over to drnicolebyers.com forward slash stop procrastinating. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash stop procrastinating. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Remember, Our brains are really good at playing those messages over and over and over again about we should be doing. Those expectations we put on ourselves, whether it's the expectation of how much we should do, what we expect in terms of work ethic, what we expect in terms of perfectionism and holding ourselves to these crazy high standards, and what we see as valuable when we do that work or when we don't, and what that can really hold us back from our dreams. When we interrupt that pattern, we can get relief from some of those pressures that we're putting on ourselves. And the first step is even being aware that you're putting those pressures and those expectations on yourself in the first place. Okay, thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. 